Fox Sports Indiana, and you're listening to Small Town Sports Talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Town Sports Talk. I am Jonah Freeman, joined by co-host Andrew Willett. Andrew, how are you today, man? Jonah, as always, never been better and excited for this episode. We're just doing an IHSA sectional preview for Clay County, Morton County, and Putnam County schools. And really, uh, Putnam County, of course, home of our sponsor, Endeavor Communications. So let's get right into it. Start with a, a Clay County school, a Morton County school, sectional 57, class 1A, chatamap.the. By early on, game one will be White River, River Valley versus Lighthouse Christian. Eminence has game two against North Central, Farmersburg, and game three with Clay City and Bloomfield. Jonah, what do you like? Uh, I think I like Bloomfield here. I don't see, honestly, a team in here outside of potentially Shackamack that will that will touch Bloomfield. They've had a lot of success in the past couple of years. Clay City's down this year. Eminence is down this year. I think Bloomfield is probably the team to watch in that sectional. Up next, we got Class 3A, Sectional 26. You got the bye goes to South Vermilion. And then game one, Brown County and Edgewood going at it. Game two, West Vigo and Northview. Northview, of course, the former home of our co-host Jonah Freeman. And then the last game, game three, Owen Valley and Brownstown Central. I think uh, Northview would definitely be the favorite here. They've had a pretty good year. Owen Valley's number two. We saw Owen Valley play Monrovia not too long ago. They're a really good team with Steven Atkinson. Um, the sleeper pick would be South Vermilion. They've got a couple of younger guys. Uh, Garzellini, a really good football player. He's just really athletic. He's good. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd say Northview comes out on top in this sectional. Next, we'll transition to Class 3A, Sectional 25, where – our or my former school and the school that Jonah's currently going to, Monrovia, got that first round bye, uh, looking pretty good right there. And then game one, Tri West Hendricks taking on Frankfurt. Game two, Danville Community and Crawfordsville, a couple of really good teams. And then game three, a special one because North Montgomery and Greencastle. Um, I, we, we have an interview coming up with uh, Greencastle's head coach, Bryce Rector. I think he said it best in the interview. Um, there's really not a favorite out of this sectional. It's just a bunch of good 3A teams. So I'm not even going to try to predict this one because genuinely I feel like all seven teams have a shot to come out of there on top. I know I'm looking forward to that Danville community and Crawfordsville matchup. And then, of course, we have that interview with Bryce Rector and uh, excited for his team's chances and got a, got a root for the little brother, Alex Willett, and former basketball team with Monrovia getting a bye. Now for Class 2A Sectional 43, Southmont getting a bye for this one. Cloverdale and Park Heritage, Game 1, Game 2, South Putnam, North Putnam, and Game 3, Riverton Park and Cascade. I think in this one, it comes down to North Putnam and Park Heritage. Uh, if I remember right, Park Heritage beat North Putnam earlier in the year. I think Park Heritage has some good scores. If I had to guess, Park Heritage will come out on top in that one. A lot of those Putnam County schools in this matchup, very familiar with it because of just the many years Monrovia was in it. And I know Cloverdale uh really handled it for a long time before Monrovia finally won it so yeah uh, looking forward to seeing the result out of this one 
And now for sessional 14, the class 4A sessional, where we get to see Martinsville and Columbus East. Both of those guys getting a bye. And then Dame 1, Bloomington South, a very good team taking on East Central. And Dame 2, Bloomington North taking on Columbus North. Um, and this one, I'd say it's probably going to be Bloomington South. I think Martinsville, a little bit of a down year these last couple of years. Um, so I'm thinking that one, I'm going to go to Bloomington South and then to finish off sectional 12, our last school from this area, Mooresville, Tarot South got the bye. It's Mooresville, Brownsburg, Avon got the second bye with Tarot North and Plainfield. This is another one. I don't even know if I'm going to try to give a prediction on this one. Uh, Plainfield's extremely good. Mooresville's had a pretty good year. Uh, Avon's solid and Brownsburg's solid. So I don't think I'm going to give a prediction for this one, but uh, Andrew and I want to make sure we remind you uh, with COVID-19 going on, there's not going to be a lot of fans in the stands, but our sponsor Endeavor can help you out with that. Um, there's going to be a lot of streaming of these games going on with IHSA Champions Network. So make sure you check out weendeavor.com so we get the best internet and phone service so you can make sure to stream all the IHSA state championship games from your house. Yeah, you don't want to miss your local school's games. So make sure you have the best internet available by going to weendeavor.com. Jonah, up next, we've got an interview with the head coach of Greencastle. The Tiger Cubs off to a great year, and they've been led by head coach Bryce Rector. Coach Rector led them to a 17-6 and record. He's got a great senior class, had him for all four years. Uh, and really, Coach Rector in his fifth year, 78 and 42, off to just a, a great start to his career. And you get to hear about that career and more as he just found out about his sectional draw. So check that out. All right. We are here with Greencastle head coach Bryce Rector. Uh, Bryce, how's it going, man? It's going well. Uh, busy time of year right now, and uh, as it is for anyone who coaches high school basketball in Indiana. So, uh, but not only is it busy, it's an exciting time of year. So um, my favorite time of year, um, one of the reasons I love, love being a part of Indiana high school basketball. So. Yeah, coach, before we get into this season, we, we want to ask you uh, really just kind of break down your path into coaching. Like what sports did you play in high school? When did you know that coaching was for you? Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I played baseball and basketball in high school and, uh, you know, I really, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to go into, um, when I was, uh, when I was kind of getting towards the end of high school, uh, kind of, kind of figured that I was going to try education. I had a couple of coaches in my, in my life that, that were really in, instrumental and influential, um, and, and teachers as well. And so, um, you know, I thought that that would be a really cool opportunity to be able to kind of do the same thing for uh, people uh, as a career path. So um, I graduated from Muncie Burris, uh, which is actually a part of Ball State and uh, provided me with some really cool opportunities. Uh, I got to I got to coach uh, basketball while I was in college. I, I helped coach at Muncie Burris where I graduated from. Um, and I was super lucky. They had a couple phenomenal coaches and Brian Carr and, and Rex Bacher, who both were fantastic high school basketball coaches. Um, and so I learned a lot from them. And then uh, from there, I went to Blue River Valley. Uh, really a, a really solid small school program has been to a state finals and, and really learned a lot there as well. And then uh, from there, I went on to Avon, 
and I coached at Avon for two years. Um, it was a definitely a unique transition to go from uh, Blue River Valley, which was uh, one of the smallest 1A schools in the state, to go to uh, Avon, which is one of the largest 4A schools in the state. And so, um, you know, I've had some unique, uh, unique experiences in my coaching career that have really um, I've seen all facets of, of Indiana high school basketball from 1A down uh, all the way down from 1A all the way up to 4A. And then uh, I got lucky enough that um, Greencastle hired me as a young coach without much experience, took a chance on me. And, um, and I've been here for five years now and, and love it. We're about 25 minutes removed from the sectional draw show. Um, I think six six months ago, no one would have expected we would have got to this point with the pandemic. As a young coach, what's it been like coaching a bunch of high school guys during this kind of a time? Uh, it's the season's been a challenge for sure. Um, you know, I don't think in terms of the the pandemic maybe hasn't hasn't caused much um, it, it, many issues or anxiety or any type of. Uh, mental stress on our kids. Um, but I will say probably the biggest difference has been, um, just the day to day, uh, worries of changes in school. Um, I, I don't think, I think people underestimate how much routine plays into, uh, a basketball team's success throughout the year. And so when I say routine, I don't mean like what you do at practice from three to six. I mean, uh, getting up and going to school every day and, and and having a routine on when you wake up and when you go to bed and what you do after practice. And, um, you know, we've gone from in school five days a week to at home learning for weeks at a time to a hybrid schedule where our kids were only in school two days a week and um, having to worry about all of these different changes in routines to their daily schedules. And, um, I don't, I, I think people underestimate how much that impacts what happens on the basketball floor. Um, so, you know, that's been the biggest challenge has been just a change in routine all the time um, with your day-to-day uh, things that you do outside of basketball. But, you know, once you get, once you get to practice, it's, it's a basketball practice. And uh, when you get to a game at seven 30 at night, they tip the ball up and there are three officials on the floor and uh, you're playing the game of basketball. So, you know, we've, we've played games in front of no fans this year. Uh, we've played games in front of parents only, and we've played games in front of uh, quite a few fans. So it's just, you know, it's been a, it's been an odd year, but uh, Hey, we're lucky that we're playing. Uh, we're lucky that we've played um, as many games as we have played. And so, you know, every day that you get that opportunity, you have to, you have to be thankful for it. Yeah, I know we're all very happy that Indiana high school basketball is going on right now. And you mentioned routines. I'm a big routines guy. I know that like everything I do, and I I know from playing high school basketball that routines are very important to really building success. And speaking of success, Brody Whitaker, what like 24 points per game, the all-time leading scorer in Greencastle history. What's it been like coaching that that guy, that player for Greencastle? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, as a lot of coaches don't get that opportunity to coach kids that, I mean, there, there are plenty of coaches in the state who probably have never had the opportunity to coach a thousand point scorer. And I've been blessed enough that I've gotten to coach two uh, in five years. And, uh, you know, it, it, I, I'm a, I'm a big believer that you, you can, 
it, I, I, I always go by, I like, I love the saying, it's not about the X's and the O's, it's the Jimmy's and the Joe's. And, you know, if you, you got, you got guys, uh, they make you look like you know what you're doing. And so that's, that's fun to coach. Um, but he, he's just a, he's a, he's a fantastic player. And I think he's the type of kid that, um, you now you, you probably come to, you might come to a couple games. We've had a couple games this year where he's kind of taken over and, uh, he's had a couple 40 point games and a 52 point game. And, you know, those, those games are, you'd sit there and watch and you'd be like, man, this kid's good. But uh, he's had games this year where you're like, Oh, he, he was pretty good. And then you look at the, you look at the scorebook after the game and he had like 28 points and 14 rebounds. And I call it crap. He doesn't, he, he just, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't blow you away with his athleticism. He's not very, he's not super quick. He just, he's, he's just so good. He's, he's, he's very skilled. Uh, his timing is fantastic and he's a really smart basketball player and, and he's just an unbelievable competitor. And so when you couple all those things with, with a, a team to go around him, um, I think people underestimate that as well, that we we've got other guys that, that can help uh, to alleviate some pressure off of him, especially at times. So, uh, you know, when you put all those things together, it, it, it makes for uh, not only a successful season for our team, but a very successful season for, uh, and career for Brody. So, absolutely. You just mentioned that team. Outside of Brody, you know, you have other seniors like Ben Parmley, Nick Sutherland, Cade Plue, and others. Um, they've been extremely successful. They've had undefeated seasons in middle school. They've had a sectional title in the high school. Um, how much of a factor do you think that experience and that chemistry of playing together for so long has in building success in a program like that? Yeah, I, I think it's it's really big. Um, you know, I, I was super lucky that when I came here that uh, we had a group coming up through middle school who had played a lot of basketball together. Um, but what's, you know, uh, you have to, you, that has to continue. Um, yeah. You know, we, you'll, you'll see, I, I bet you if you were to look through um, like the IBCA record book this year, we'll have teams that go undefeated in middle school and they have, they go 500 when they're juniors and seniors in high school. And so, um, it, it's, it takes a lot of things to, to go well and to, and, uh, a lot of work to get those, those kids to gel well at the varsity level. And so, um, you know, we, we are, we're very lucky that we've had, uh, kids that have played a lot of basketball together and those, yeah, those experiences, uh, for sure. Um, just make it easier on you. I know like, um, especially this year and even some last year too, you, you get to kind of as a coach spend some time just sitting back and letting them kind of do their thing because they're so experienced and uh, they know the game so well that they can work through a lot of the things uh, that happen on the floor without you having to do too much. So it, it's, you know, I'm very lucky to, to have that. So uh, I actually went to Norfolk my whole life. So I've played against a lot of these guys. I'm a senior. I was part of the teams that they were absolutely blowing out in middle school. And I also know how big the Wabash Valley Classic is, which you guys got the opportunity to play in this year. You picked up big wins over Lin uh, Linton, Park Heritage, Edgewood, Bloomington South. You know, like those are big wins that not a lot of teams can say, hey, we won four straight against those type teams. What was that experience like going in and winning that tournament and how big of a factor does that play in the long-term success going to the sectionals this year? Yeah, they, you know, uh, for, for people who aren't familiar with the Wabash Valley Classic, in my opinion, it's like just a step below the IHSA tournament. I mean, it, uh, it is just a fantastic uh, tournament. Um, 
lots of, of really good teams. Um, we had to go through an incredible, uh, an incredibly difficult draw this year. Um, had to, to play a Linton Stockton team who's just perennially one of the better teams in, in, in the state, especially in 2A, um, has two Division One players on it. And, and so, you know, you get them in the first round and, and then uh, you turn around, you have to play a Park Heritage team who I think is sitting at like 20 and three right now. And uh, we were able to come away in both of those games with, with wins and then uh, it doesn't get any easier because you got to turn around, you play Edgewood, who's a really solid team, and then you play 4A Bloomington South. And, and so, um, you know, that that experience, I think, is is really good uh, for the sectional. Um, and probably the most important thing I think you gain from playing in that tournament is uh, the ability to play uh, good teams on tired legs. Um, you know, we had to play four games in five days. And uh, it's not easy to do. And you, so you have to be able to execute the things that, that win you ball games uh, on tired legs, which you're going to have to do in the sectional. If you're going to play, a, if you're going to win a sectional, you got to do it on a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday night, uh, in our case this year. So, you know, I think that experience is really good. And then um, I think another thing that comes from that is, you know, in those four games, uh, we found ourselves in difficult situations in just about every game. Um, I, you know, I think we, we got a, a pretty good lead. I think we got up 9 nothing to start the game against Linton Stockton fairly quickly. Um, but, and then it was a tight game. But then, you know, in, in the Park Heritage game, the Edgewood game, and the Bloomington South game, uh, we found ourselves in a very tight game in the fourth quarter. Uh, we found ourselves down six to Bloomington South with about three minutes to go and ended up winning. And so, um, you know, those experiences are something that are that are very beneficial for you um, when you get to the sectional because you're going, uh, especially in our sectional, uh, it's just uh, probably the hardest sectional in the state in 3A. Uh, you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're down in the fourth quarter and you're tired and you're going to have to execute. And uh, they've been there and they've done that now. So, you know, I think uh, it, it was, it's very beneficial for us. And then probably above all else, just a great accomplishment. Uh, it is not an easy tournament to win. It's a very difficult tournament. Um, and so for them to be able to go and accomplish that, especially with our first year being in it uh, since I think 2006, maybe. 2005, something like that. Uh, it was a was a, a really cool thing for our kids. Now you talked a little bit about that sectional matchup that is coming up. So I, I've got a two part question here for you, Coach. First, uh, like Jonah said, we're we're just coming off like 30 minutes from the sectional draw. What was your initial reaction to seeing that draw? Um, you know, I. I really wasn't, I wasn't too concerned with the draw. Um, you know, I've had good draws and I've had bad draws. I mean, I think last year, everybody probably sits thinking, man, we got the best draw you probably could have got, gotten. And we got upset in the first round of the sectional. And so, um, I, in, you know, sometimes I think it's really good to have a, a first rounder or, or even a, a second round game that, you know, is going to be a difficult matchup. It provides you some focus uh, throughout the week of preparation. Um, but, you know, uh, we're very familiar with everybody in our sectional, uh, with really the exception of Frankfurt, although uh, we're fairly familiar with them just because we played them last year in the sectional. But everybody else we've played, 
And so, you know, we, we've beaten North Montgomery. They're really, they're hard nosed. They defend really well um, and really hard. And then they execute very well offensively. And so, you know, I know that they, they haven't won a ton of games and, and we beat them by uh, a decent amount the first time around, but man, all bets are off when you get to the sectional, uh, when it's, when it's one and done, you, you got to show up and be ready to play. So, uh, we'll have to we'll have to uh, make sure we're ready uh, for North Montgomery on on Wednesday night, and then you got to turn around. Hopefully, if you can beat North Montgomery, and you got to play the winner of Crawfordsville and Danville, and those are two uh, just really really good three A basketball teams. And so, uh, you know, it, it's going to be fun. Our sectional is a grind, a, a meat grinder. Um, it's at Frankfurt, so we got about an hour and forty minute, an hour and forty five minute drive on a bus. Um, hopefully, making it three times in a week, and so uh, it's not going to be easy to do. But um, you know, this this team, especially this group, has accomplished things that weren't easy to accomplish uh, while they've been in high school. So I think they'll they'll be ready for that challenge. And my second question here, you touched on it a little bit. But that loss last year to Frankfurt in that first round, uh, really kind of an upset. And, and I guess I want to know, what did your team take from that loss? Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's hard. Um, I think if you look at it record-wise, it was definitely an upset. If you look at it, if you were at, at the gym, you would have seen very clearly that Frankfurt wasn't a slouch. Um, they, they play a very difficult schedule. Um and play some very tough, uh, tough teams. They play a lot of 4A schools. And so when you looked at, they, I think they had won five games last year and, and we had won 15 going into that game, but uh, they were very capable. Uh, now, it, obviously, uh, records-wise, it definitely was an upset. So, uh, but, you know, I think that that, that provides some motivation uh, in the offseason. It provides motivation uh, while you're at practice, especially this time of year. It, it's a it's hard to come to practice in the middle of February when, when you've been doing stuff since the beginning of November, uh, the season is long and it's a grind. And so, uh, you know, I, I hope that that, that, that game, uh, provides that motivation to, to be able to come into practice and to compete and to play hard every day and to get ready to, to play in the sectional. So, uh, my last question for you, you touched on it a little bit earlier, uh, you haven't played Frankfurt this year, but you're four and one against the other teams in your sectional field. Um, if you don't mind, just kind of touch on your team's identity and the type of basketball that you guys are going to have to play this in the couple of weeks to come out with a sectional championship. So our, our sectional is, I mean, it's just so good. Um, there are so many good teams that could win it. Um, we're lucky enough to, as you as you have mentioned, uh, that, that we, we've found ourselves being four and one uh, against those teams. Um, but those weren't four easy wins. Um, you know, North Montgomery, uh, we, we beat by a decent amount, but, uh, the Tri-West game was close. The Danville game was close. Um, Monrovia, even though I think we ended up winning by 10 was, was a close game, uh, throughout really until probably the fourth quarter where we were able to extend a little bit of a lead. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge, um, and I, I know it's great to say you're four and one against sectional teams, but it's kind of out of the window. I mean, um, it, if we if we play Danville, they're not going to care that we beat them. 
uh, earlier in the year. When we play North Montgomery, they're not going to care that we beat them earlier in the year because it's one and done now. You lose, your season's over. And so um, while that experience is is good that we, and we've shown that we're capable of beating those teams, I, I also don't know that um, our kids need that um, that proof that they're capable of winning because they know they are. And so, uh, you know, it's you're going to have to be ready to go uh, no matter what team you're playing. Uh, everybody's a, a, a quality 3A uh, opponent, and, and it's going to take three really good games to be able to advance out of the sectional. And then, Coach, I've got one more before our 60-session speed round. I, I want to know, like, you, you mentioned that hour-long trip. Now you're going to Frankfurt. You're no longer at home for the sectional. That switches every year. Uh, what's, how different is that going to be for you guys? Um, you know, I think it, uh, the bus ride is, it, it, I don't think it'll bother us. Uh, we're used to playing on the road. Uh, we're used to playing in tournaments on the road. Um, you know, we made it to a sectional championship, uh, three years ago, having to travel to Lebanon, which was an hour and 20 minutes on a bus and, uh, lost in a, in the sectional championship there and then won a sectional on the road. We've, won the Wabash Valley Classic on the road. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't uh, – I, I think our kids are, go- are going to be ready to play, uh, no matter whether it's at, at Frankfurt, Greencastle, where, wherever, it, wherever it may be. Um, I know Case Arena is, is very similar to McAnally Center. Um, they're, 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 uh, McAnally was actually modeled after Case, so maybe hopefully uh, you, get, you get a little bit of uh, comfort level and – and when you walk into a gym and you have a similar backdrop and you're used to shooting on, on pedestal goals. And um, I know that, that kind of sounds crazy, but for people that haven't played on them much and you're not used to shooting in that backdrop, it, it can actually, uh, it really is, uh, can be something that's not easy to adjust to. So, you know, it, it's a, it, it'll be a challenge for sure. Having to, having to take a long bus ride up there, uh, hopefully six times in one week and, uh, we'll be up there on Tuesday night scouting, so um, it's going to be a lot of, lot of, lot of car time, a lot of bus time. But um, that's that's what's fun this time of year. Oh yeah, Santosh, that's the only reason I ask you because I know playing in Math and Alley, that that's tough if you're not used to that kind of a setup. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, now it's time for our 60 second speed speed round, brought to you by Endeavor Communications. Jonah's going to hit up the questions. I'll start the timer. Coach, you ready? Ready. Jonah, fire away. All right, what's your favorite place to eat in Greencastle? Um, probably Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, if you were given $1 million, what would be your first purchase? A new truck. Uh, if you had to pick a superpower, what would it be? Fly. Uh, what's your favorite piece of the brownie, the corner edge or the middle? Middle for sure. Uh, what's your favorite sport outside of basketball? Golf. Do you have a favorite pro sports team? Uh, big Cubs fan. All right. What about a favorite college sports team? Uh, not really. IU Hoosiers probably. All right. What's uh, your favorite thing to do in your free time? I like to golf and fish. Uh, do you have like a, a pregame meal? Nope, not at all. And then what's your favorite movie? Mm, probably Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that's all I got. Thanks, Coach. Hey, he beat the buzzer, so I got to know, uh, what's that order of beat-ups looking like? 
Oh, boneless wings for sure. I, I'm a bo- boneless wings, honey barbecue. Uh, that that's that's my ticket. I love it. Some honey barbecue, some ranch. That's the way to go. Well, Coach, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Yep, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Um, pretty cool what you guys are doing. So uh, keep it up. I think uh, people people get get a lot out of this stuff. So uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. And when when's that first game for you guys against Northmont? Uh, we play Wednesday night, uh, the second game at Frankfurt. So Wednesday uh, night, game two. Coach, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck to Greencastle on Wednesday night. You heard it. They have that second game. And just best of luck to the Greencastle Tiger Cubs and Coach Bryce Rector. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. You can go out and listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Andrew Willett with Jonah Freeman, and this time, Coach Bryce Rector. That's SD Sports.